0: How's your credit? My credit used to be horrible when I was, uh, a young lad. Uh, thankfully, uh, my wife Megan has helped, uh, helped me get all that in line. She makes sure my bills are paid on time. Um and uh, that uh, my money's not going all over the place, so uh, you know the credit's good. At least my personal credit. But what about a taxing body's credit? What about a sovereign state's credit? Uh, what does the credit rating mean there? Because uh, when you have you know good credit, you can get cheaper loans. But what about a state that has really bad credit? What does that mean for taxpayers? who are on the hook for all of those bills. It is Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop on 92.7 WMAY. It's 741, and last week, Governor J.B. Pritzker uh, was heralding uh, several credit upgrades. Uh, The governor on Friday uh, celebrated a rating upgrade from S&P the day before Thursday. uh, He celebrated a uh, credit upgrade from Fitch. Here's some of what the governor had to say. For the state of Illinois, we've received not one but two credit upgrades
1: from Fitch.
0: Yeah, And he says that that is uh, an indication of what the state's doing. The state is building its fiscal foundations uh, for the road ahead. So, Fitch increased the state's rating from the lowest BBB minus, that's just above junk status, to BBB plus. And uh, S&P, on Friday, they upgraded uh, the state of Illinois from triple B to triple B plus. Now, to help put us into a greater context, what this means for you as the taxpayer, we're connecting now with Truth and Accounting CEO and founder, Sheila Weinberg, this morning at seven twelve. Good morning, Sheila. Thanks for taking time with us. What does hey. this mean to the tax? Payers out there.
1: Well, it, it, it's not a bad thing, but it, it, it is not uh, what the uh, governor is touting. Um, you know, w- we talked to Hetty Chang of Moody's, and she said that credit ratings, uh, even though the governor is saying this, are not public policy report cards. Um, they're focused on the likelihood that. The bonds will be paid, and and bringing it back to your personal level, you know, if your Uncle Sam gave you millions of dollars, and you earn more than expected, um, you you would probably get a a bump in your credit score, um, and, and that's what hap- it happened here. Um, this you know this doesn't do anything to the overall financial con- you know horrible financial condition that the state's in, and the state is still at the lowest. Credit score of anybody in in the country.
0: I think we're uh, close to what New Jersey is, but uh, they're not too great either. Uh, all this really seemed to come about, Sheila, um, in about uh, two thousand eight, two thousand nine, when Illinois. I think you know uh, every rating agency has a different rating, but we were at like double A. A lot of the other states were at double A. What happened? then, when we dropped precipitously, 22 credit ratings overall um, being dropped, what happened back then? And, and walk us to where we're at right now.
1: Well, what happened then was that, you know, the housing market crisis happened. Um, but, but again, you know, Illinois has a balanced budget requirement, um, but it continually has to borrow money. It continually does not pay uh, the proper amount of the required amount into its pension plan you know the governor talks about the required amount what he's talking about is a pension the statutorily required amount and this statutorily required amount is based upon a payment scheme that the SEC said was a balloon payment in steroids and and in the late in the bond offerings it no longer, the state can no longer say that they're paying the required amount. Um, it has to tell the truth that it is underfunding the pensions by 3 to $4 billion every year. But every year the governor says that they have balanced the budget. Well, they're balancing the budget going back to something personal. You know, you know, Greg, would you consider your budget balanced if you didn't even pay the minimum on your credit card? But that's what the state is doing. It's claiming it's balancing its budget but it's shortening the pension plans by 2 to 4 billion dollars every year. I would not consider that a balanced budget. Yet that's what the governor is touting. That's what the voters hear when they're going to go to the voting booth and we're really worried about our representative form of government because citizens just don't have the financial information to make tax help make tax and spending policies much less determined. Who to vote
0: for. We're talking with Sheila Weinberg. She is the president and founder of uh, Truth in Accounting. Now it's 7.15 on WMAY. And we're uh, hearing about uh, what it means for taxpayers out there when uh, a taxing body like the state of Illinois gets a credit upgrade. Uh, and we went uh, from hovering just above speculative grade, which is affectionately called uh, junk status, um, so uh, we were upgraded multiple times. Other analysts I've talked to, uh, Sheila, uh, say that, uh, indeed, uh, this comes on the heels of billions and billions and billions of dollars coming into the state of Illinois, just as it did with other states across the country. Um, and uh, that seems to be a lot of what what's cushioning this, this budget this year. Um, well, why,
1: why would they need – why, why would the state get a credit rating? A state gets a credit rating – when it's going to issue bonds.
0: And that is debt, right? I mean, just that that, that, debt. that's debt.
1: So if the, gov- if the state is in such great financial shape, why would it need to borrow $1.8 billion? And why would it be putting, planning to put $1 billion in a rainy day fund? Why wouldn't they take that $1 billion and use it for whatever they're going to use the $1.8 billion for, for the pension buyout scheme? Um, and to fund infrastructure, why wouldn't they instead of putting this in a you know rainy day fund that covers less would cover less than two point two percent of the state's revenue? Uh, why why not use that money for the current needs and then we wouldn't have to pay interest on it? And then the second question is who pays for the credit rating? The state pays for the credit rating,
0: and and by that you mean the taxpayers.
1: Yeah, but it, again, it's like me going to the bank saying, "Hey, here's money. Give me, you know, a credit rating." Um, you know, at Truth in Accounting, we we put a a score on a, a credit a, a score on the state, and the grade that we give the state is an F, because the state owes more than two hundred million billion. I'm sorry, billion dollars in debt, including its unfunded pension, retiree health care debt, and What this means is future taxpayers are going to have to pay more than $50,000 per taxpayer to cover the bills that have already occurred. So we, we give this state an F while the credit ratings, and keep in mind, the credit ratings don't care about the taxpayers, they just
0: care if uh, the, the bills that uh, states go out and bond out or you know issue more debt uh, if those uh, debts are indeed going to be paid back. Uh, Sheila, with this recent credit upgrade. Um what what does that equate to when it comes to the interest that uh, taxpayers are on the hook for, uh, for, for all kinds of things that they bond out? Is it, is well, it going to well, be, you know, meaningful? Luckily,
1: as you point out and you know, we will be paying, I do not know the rate that we'll be paying, but fortunately we will be paying a lesser rate, but it'll be less than more than any other state will be paying um, because we, we have, we do have such a, a low uh, credit rating um, and, you know, and, and the credit rating, you know, the, in it they say, you know, they only have, you know, moderate. It's a moderate credit rating. It's not, it's not a, you know, it's not a great credit rating. And, um, you know, in the in the uh, bond offering that has to uh, tell the truth, it will highlight that the state has not done nothing to really done nothing to fix its structural deficits. Um, you know, putting five hundred million dollars quote extra into the pension plan when you are shortening it three. billion to start with, um, and you owe more than $140 billion on it, Um, it's not a bad thing to put extra money in, but it's not the required contributions that the state pension plans actuaries say need to be paid into those plans.
0: Sheila Weinberg, President, CEO, and founder of Truth in Accounting, tell us where people can find your reports, including reports on Illinois and uh, the 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 letter grade that uh, you. Yeah, you can
1: go to our data-z.org website, um, and in there you can click on uh, the state, and then to depress yourself more, go over to our truthinaccounting.org website. And look at your how much each taxpayer owes for the federal debt.
0: Well, we don't want to we don't want to <laughs> depress people this morning, Sheila. But hopefully, they do go and get informed because before you can get out of the rut you're in, you have to recognize that you're in a rut. Uh, so I greatly appreciate you taking the time with us this morning, and we'll connect again soon. Okay.
1: Thanks, Greg.
0: It is Springfield's morning news. I'm Greg Bishop on 92.7 two seven W.